So when I got into film school, we were sort of put into these different groups of five. And I was in this one group, and there was this other group of people, and this guy Greg, Greg Watkins, um, was in that group. And I didn't really like him. I mean, he seemed really square and kind of boring and bland and, I don't know, waspy. I just, I just don't like him. And at the end of the semester, everybody showed their films to the whole group. And the only film I liked, besides mine, was Greg's. It was, like, incredible. It was based on Nietzsche's Eternal Return. And it was just funny and metaphysical and just, I was like, oh, that guy. And so I immediately went up to him and said, hey, let's be friends. And he said, okay. And we just became, like, best friends. And we, like, would go to see movies together all the time. And we'd, like, we did everything together. And we exchanged our journals. Like, I gave him my, my journals to read. And he gave me his journals to read. Like, we were just, like, kind of, like, in love. Uh, but, you know, friends. Like, male friends. And at one point, like, we drove, like, for two days to go to Idaho, where he was from, and visit his parents. And it was just, like, this incredible friendship. Like, probably the closest and deepest friendship of my life. And we made films together. We made a bunch of films together. And we were like filmmaking partners. And I was just like, this is great. And he was like a little more um, patient with technology than I was. So he ended up doing all the technology stuff, you know, the camera stuff and the sound editing and stuff. And, and I would just let him do it because I'm lazy and, and, and I'm not good at that. But it became a situation where, you know, it was like a master-slave dialectic where he kind of was the slave and I was the master. But because he knew how to do things, it made me kind of like the slave in the end and him the master. And at a certain point, he decided to quit filmmaking and to study psychology. And I, I was devastated. This was my filmmaking partner for life. But, you know, he, he lost interest. And he moved up north to San Francisco to study transpersonal psychology. And we stayed friends, but, you know, he got married to somebody I didn't know that well, and it was a little strained. And when I would visit him, like, he didn't seem that loyal to our friendship or to the memories that, like, were really important to me. And then he had kids, and he just was, you know, always preoccupied with them. And so I kind of felt a little abandoned. But, you know, we still worked on things together, and, and he, he had this kind of wisdom that I just never had and still don't have. And I would call him when I like needed to talk to someone, but he had such a kind of like accepting attitude that he didn't really give much advice. He'd just kind of be like, wow. And like, it wasn't that helpful. And so I stopped calling him, but I still love him. And I think he loves me too. And we're still like friends for life, but it's just not what it once was, obviously. And I think we finally settled into some kind of like satisfying groove. But for me, it's always tinged with a certain sadness. <laughs> 